This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim update. Good news story here. Before the holidays, we were talking about different organizations that around Christmas time needed a little boost, and this was one of them. Every Christmas, we must help those in need. And this year, the most financially vulnerable demographic is James Cameron. Experts say every eight years, a James Cameron experiences relevance and security and is forced to release a movie. This time, with Avatar 2, James Cameron needs more than just critical acclaim. James Cameron needs $2 billion just to break even. Together, we can make sure every James Cameron has a present to put under his 30-foot tree in his sprawling Malibu estate this holiday season. For the price of just seven cups of coffee, nine cups if it's IMAX, you can buy a ticket to Avatar 2 and ensure that James Cameron's private zoo of exotic birds, jungle cats, and yes, even cloned dinosaurs doesn't go hungry. Please don't vindicate his ex-wife, Catherine Bigelow, and make Avatar 2 a box office smash. Struggling theaters are standing by now with Avatar tickets in 4D. The extra D stands for donate. Well, as of this weekend, everyone, guess what? $1.9 billion. <laughs> you stepped up, everybody, Way for to a go. great cause. Way to go. Look what we can do when we band together. We're getting 10 more Avatar movies at least now. <laughs> nice work. The only movies we can make from now on are Avatar. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Could somebody please go check on Brendan Fraser? Is he doing okay today? Because he was very emotional on Sunday night at the Critics' Choice Awards when he won Best Actor for his role in The Whale. If you, like a guy like Charlie, who I played in this movie, in any way struggle with obesity, or you just feel like you're in a dark sea, I want you to know that if you too can have the strength to just get to your feet and go to the light, Good things will happen. Were they play? They were playing them off with inspirational music. That worked out very well, didn't it? It, it almost enhanced it. Yeah, yeah. They, they should do that instead of playing people off. They should just give them a nice little soundtrack and <laughs> and ride the speech. Yeah, yeah. That'll keep things moving. Punch it up. <laughs> ah, it's great to see though. the The Renaissance is complete. Uh, I haven't seen the whale yet. But everyone's talking about what an amazing job he does in it. And, yeah, there was a while there where he just wasn't getting the jobs, right? Yeah. I mean, he told a story not too long ago about how a Hollywood exec groped him at a party and that he talked about it and that that blackballed him from the industry. That's his side of the story. I don't know exactly what happened. But it's been a while since he started a movie. Uh, he looks a lot different than he did you know, when he was at his peak, but I'm happy for him. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy for him. That's a nice message, too. Uh, it, you know, for a guy who just had a big comeback to say, listen, you think you're done, and if you just start taking the steps, if you get on your feet and you start taking the steps and move in the direction you want to go, you could get there. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was honestly, during that speech, actually kind of like pitching himself as another character for another movie down the road. I think for the, the SpongeBob live-action movie. Get to your feet and go to the light. Good things will happen. This is Patrick. No! <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Patrick! <laughs> Bang on. <laughs> you think so? A little bit. <laughs> Brendan Fraser star <laughs> as Patrick. But like I you know maybe he'll be doing more serious roles but it would be funny to see if he got like back in like mad shape and <laughs> kind of if he's going to do a Renaissance I want to see full blown Renaissance the six mummy. pack maybe they'll do another mummy sure dudley do right too oh Just yeah back in his studly canadian mountie outfit studly do right <laughs> It is. It's cool to see. It's everyone loves an underdog, a comeback story between him and uh, Kiway Kwan, the uh, the guy who played Short Round. Oh yeah, in the Indiana Jones movies, who also gave a similar speech at the Golden Globes when he won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. You know, it, it's been a great year for comebacks. Lovable guys. We yeah. always, you know, everybody always liked Brendan Fraser. Everyone always likes Short Round from mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, so it's good to see these guys making a comeback. I kind of had forgotten that both of those guys starred together in Encino Man. Short Round was in Encino Man? Yeah, Key, Key is in Encino Man as well, which begs the question, next year, are we going to see Pauly Shore accepting some oh. trophies? The Polly Shore Sons. Now I think that might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Let's not get greedy here. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Joe Biden, is he coming for your gas stove if you're down in the U.S.? That seems to be something that's gone viral. People talking about uh, gas stoves becoming illegal. It's not true. Joe Biden has said that he is against a ban on gas stoves. But there are some people who are bringing this up and saying, hey, uh, you want to save the environment? This is a way to do it. Get rid of the gas stoves. Hmm. Not something you want to hear after you just bought a $6,000 gas stove. Did you, Jim? No, but they're trying to push us. Yeah, you're you're doing renovations on your kitchen. And every single kitchen in the showroom is a gas stove. They do look really cool. I'm not a big... Chef, so I don't know how much better cooking with gas is uh, compared to electric. I've always been an electric range guy. I, I'm curious to know if you do have a gas range, is your gas bill crazy right now? Because you're using it every day, mm-hmm. multiple times a day in some situations. So is that driving the gas bill up with the the cost of fuel right now? Yeah, I wonder what percentage would be your oven versus your furnace. How bad is a gas stove for the environment? Well, Devin Peacock in the Global Newsroom uh, was talking to a guest on his program yesterday, Jeffrey Siegel. He's a professor of engineering, civil engineering, at the University of Toronto, and this is what he had to say about it. Is that cooking by itself has got a bunch of risks. So the fuel, the natural gas, is one part of it, but there are other sources too. Um, If you're frying something, you're generating a whole lot of air pollution. Uh, If you, uh, any heated surface uh, gives off uh, air pollution because there's kind of a layer of stuff on it that comes off when you heat it. And so the really important message is, you know, yes, gas stoves are bad, but but it's much more than that. We should all be paying a lot of attention to our range hoods and to venting the pollution from cooking. So basically, uh, we're screwed no matter what we do. It's what, <laughs> what I'm hearing Only there. Only eat raw meat is what I think the conclusion is. Does that help you make a decision, Jim? Are you going to go with the gas or the electric now on the renovation? 
whatever's cheaper, I guess. <laughs> Let's be serious. Ah, just get a gas range to own the libs. <laughs> I'll leave my burners on all day. Yeah, don't even light it. Just leave the gas on all day on your range. Yeah, yeah. Don't even light the stove. I'm sure that won't cause any problems no, for no. you. And then I'll sit back and say, hey, uh, job well done. Now, where's my cigarette? <laughs> I want to see your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? peacock. It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. And look at that smug smirk on his face. You don't even have to say it, Dev. I know I lost the bet. You were talking yesterday about steak and lobster. That sounds uh, <laughs> sounds pretty good to me. You can have a six-inch sub. <laughs> <laughs> no chips. <laughs> yeah, we bet lunch on the uh, Monday night football game last night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Tom Brady, maybe he's lost the magic finally. He wasn't able to come back and beat the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, the, the Dallas Cowboys played uh, pretty well last night, aside from their kicker. Uh, that was the only thing that kind of went wrong last night, Brett Mayer. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers didn't quite have it. I mean, uh, Tom Brady did a really good job the entire season protecting the ball. He had the most pass attempts in the NFL. He threw the ball over seven hundred times. Wow. Did not really turn the ball over at all. He's going to decide this offseason what he wants to do, obviously. He's now a free agent. I do note that his former offensive coordinator is now the head coach in Las Vegas, the Raiders. They do need a quarterback. Derek Carr's on the way out, so it's possible Tom Brady may leave Tampa Bay, but not the NFL. Uh, so I, I don't know what Tom Brady's going to do, but the Buccaneers this year, just like last year, they just they didn't have it. They didn't. They weren't up to the level they were in that first year where they won the Super Bowl. The past couple of years, just they haven't been at that same level. I looked it up. What is the oldest quarterback in the NFL history? Who's the oldest guy to ever play? How late? George Blanda played till he was 48. So <laughs> wow. Tom, Now, he was born in 1927, so it was a different time <laughs> back then. But you never know. He could have a couple more years left. Well, different time back then, but in back then years, he would have been about 75. I just think there was less active players to choose from. So, you know, a guy could stick around a little longer. I bet George Blanda at 48 looks like today's 68. I mean... Uh, That's the, what I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But back in the olden days, you aged more rapidly. <laughs> so then Tom should be able to play at least 58 then. I could, you know what? I could see Tom playing... Maybe not to, to 50, but another year, another an, uh, maybe another two years. I think I don't think he wants to go out the way he's gone out, uh, but if he doesn't have the fire, he doesn't have the fire. If you miss four extra points in a football game as a kicker, does that mean you're fired? And now the drama of Brett Maher trying to hit an extra point. He's missed three tonight, four in a row. And... They might be looking for a kicker next week. And this is a 24 to nothing game. That is four missed extra points tonight. And you just feel horrible for him. Troy Aikman seems to think so. <laughs> uh, Jerry Jones does not. Uh, Jerry Jones, after the game, said they are keeping him as their kicker. Now, that's what they say 
last night, maybe they're saying that this morning. Are they going to say that for the entire week? Because that's going to be the question they're asked. Yeah. It's incredible that... It's a different story, I think, if they had lost the game. Yes. Right? Oh, gone. Yeah. But even if he just had a bad game, now going to the next game, he's going to have the yips for sure, you know, because he can't, like, there's going to be... Ten times more pressure than there was last game on him. He did make an extra point at the end of the game. However, I mean, the team passed up a field goal that is basically the length of an extra point because he missed so many. The previous record for a playoff game was two. So the only thing Brett mm-hmm. Mayer was good at was being bad. Divisional round is now set. This weekend you got Jaguars-Chiefs. Giants, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers. We'll talk more about those games as we get closer to them. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Thank goodness nobody was seriously hurt. A small plane crash landed on a road near Buttonville Airport in Markham, Ontario. Just before 1 o'clock yesterday, York Regional Police asked people to avoid 16th Avenue between Woodbine Avenue and Highway 404 as a result of the incident. Police say everyone was safe and accounted for, but it looks like a small, maybe like a Cessna. I'm not, I'm not the biggest plane guy, but it's just a tiny plane had to crash land. It's, it's partially on the highway. <laughs> Man. Seeing that you're driving down the highway and all of a sudden a plane starts dipping and like passing you on the left, you you would think you're hallucinating. I've kind of always wanted to see it in real life, <laughs> to be honest. As long as it was one of these scenarios where everyone is safe. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of Con Air when they land the plane in the Vegas Strip. Right. You don't want that to happen. I don't think everyone survived that, did they? No, no. <laughs> There was a shootout, I believe. I have to watch Con Air again. Does he does he kill most of the convicts before the plane crash? And then it's just like basically him and uh, Cyrus the virus left? Yeah, because then he steals the fire truck, I think, and then they're booting yeah. around the town. I can't remember. A couple of them get thrown out of the plane, though. Yeah, yeah. He kills a couple guys while they're still Dave in the sky. Dave Chappelle gets... He goes pretty early, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he fa- he doesn't even get back on the plane. They leave him at the the desert, I think. Where, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's a classic. <laughs> it is. It's so so good. So bad, maybe. I don't know. How long until they remake Con Air? Oh, Nick Cage can no longer be with us. You know what I mean? I think I think maybe once he passes, they could. But if if they if make Nicholas Cage is alive, you can't remake Con no, Air. We could do a sequel. He's in a yeah. boat this time. <laughs> I don't know. Con, con boat. Con sea. <laughs> con ocean. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work on it. Con water. Yeah. Something there. Hmm. Uh, yeah. There's no word what happened. What led to the incident? Uh, they're investigating, but thank goodness everyone was okay. Yeah. If you saw the uh, the plane crash, let us know. It's again. I've always. Wondered what it would be like to look in your rearview mirror and see a plane behind you. Is the 404 the toll road? Highway 404? No, it's a 407. My mistake. I'm just wondering because that'd be funny if he also got a toll ticket. (laughs) (laughs) We could land on it. We could land on the 407. No! No, no! No! Land on a free highway. I don't have my transponder with me. (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Hotels. They like to nickel and dime you, right? If you if you take anything out of the mini bar, basically you got to remortgage your house to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, full paycheck spent on a couple beers and some chocolate-covered almonds. Oh, and if you accidentally sit on the remote and order a movie, buddy, it's over. Is that what, Bankrupt. You, t- is that what you tell them That's at the front a, desk, Jim? I, I sat on it. I what? sat on the remote. I didn't order those what? movies. You ordered three. <laughs> no, I sat on it three times. Uh, hotels now charging people $50 to put your own stuff in the mini-fridge. Someone on Reddit posted a photo after they stayed at a Marriott in Florida. There was a sign on the mini fridge said they'd be charged $50 if they put any of their own stuff in it. The refreshment center is on a sensor, says the signs. Use of the refreshment center for personal storage will automatically incur a $50 charge. That is a joke. That's an absolute joke. They got a little, uh, the little scale in there. It's weight-based, isn't it? Like if you even pi- if you even pick some stuff up from the mini bar, yes. In some hotels, they charge you for it, even if you put it back down. Yeah, that's why I do. I fill a sock with some pennies, and I do the switcheroo, just like the start of uh, Raiders, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark. Ark. Yeah, they'll never know. <gasps> <laughs> it makes me nervous with kids staying at a hotel that mini bar because you know they've got chocolate bars sitting there. Mm-hmm. You turn your back for a second, kids grab onto those suddenly. It's an extra seventeen hundred dollars yeah. on your hotel bill, or just accidentally open it. You know, you know, if you're not even like you, you would have to read those instructions as soon as you got into the hotel. Because as soon as you get into the hotel, you're you're probably if you have food with you, you're probably yeah. piling it in the fridge, sight unseen. So they may start, and I don't know if this is going to become a widespread thing. Obviously, it's not all hotels right now, but if you put stuff in the in the fridge, which I like to do. Um, you're going to get charged when you check out. Now, there are some people who have come up with some uh, workarounds, some life hacks. Number one, there's nothing that says you can't bring a cooler, right? Bring a cooler to the hotel Yeah, is the ice still free in the hallway? (laughs) Yeah. Because I would take much more than I needed out of principle. When's that going to change? I'm sure there are some hotels that charge you for the ice in Mm -hmm. the hallways. But if you bring a cooler, then you don't have to worry about it at all. But here's a smart move. If you want a refrigerator for your personal stuff, call the front desk and tell them you've got very important medication that needs to be refrigerated. Hmm. So you'll need a fridge brought up to your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say insulin. I don't know if it needs to be refrigerated, but probably neither does the person who runs the hotel. <laughs> I, I think in this <laughs> day and age, ask? you don't even. Yeah, you don't yeah. even have to say what it, I. I need it for my medication. Yeah. And they'll either say, okay, go ahead, put it in the fridge, or they'll say, <laughs> is your life worth $50? And you know what? Some people, uh, they might call uh, a 12-pack of beer their medication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's a disease, I got. Go grab daddy some more medicine from the <laughs> fridge. Stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. What's that sound is the game. And uh, I'm surprised. I played this this clip. I didn't tell Jim what it was. He guessed it instantly. How did how did you know what this was? It wasn't a guess. It was I had seen it. I spent a lot of time on the internet. Okay, that's all I'll say. Well, that's kind of a clue. This is something that has been on the internet. <laughs> that narrows it down. Let's go to Blake. How you doing, Blake? <laughs> Not bad yourself? Not bad. Let's play the uh, the sound for you one more time and everyone else. 
Listen carefully. What's that sound? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh, this out of the box here, say passing wind underwater. Passing wind underwater is very close, but we need you to be more specific. So, passing wind underwater is not the technical correct answer. So, he was trying to think outside the box, but he is actually kind of close. Kind of close. Very close. What could be passing wind underwater? Huh? <laughs> Kyle? Huh? Huh? Kyle? Yeah? What do you think? I was going to say that sounds like my three-year-old kid in the bathtub passing wind. <laughs> well, if we had audio of that, we'd probably be headed to jail. Yeah, so, yeah. no. Imagine I saw that on the internet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that yeah, on the radio. Exactly. Uh, it, is, it is not a kid farting in the tub, okay? But uh, the, the farting underwater thing is, like, really close. What is farting is the question now. We have narrowed it down. Alec. Guessing a moose, a moose. farting underwater. A moose farting underwater? Hmm. No, it is not a hmm. moose, but... It is something almost as Canadian okay, as okay. a moose. The mooses would have been a little more bassy. Farting under, yeah, it would have been a bigger, bigger, Deeper. bigger bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, what is that sound? It's fantastic. Is what it is. It's what? Fantastic, whatever it is. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Beaver passing wind underwater. A beaver passing wind underwater? Yes, it's a beaver fart. Hey, they're just like us. Peter, congratulations, man. You are a winner. You got $100 worth of Lotto Max tickets. Jim is watching uh, videos of beavers farting online. Apparently, it's how they swim so fast. <laughs> Not really a, 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 a search you want in your search history on your computer. Oh, farting boy. beavers. You might get down a dark path. <laughs> I do like those, those moments in nature, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Where just the, the camera's rolling at the exact right yeah. time, and you get a... <laughs> he got it. It's pretty cute. It's a cute little beaver. Just uh, letting one riff. Mm-hmm.